This is Scott Vanderplue, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 71. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fast. Thank you for joining me once more for all things AE, where we take the written word from aeindex.org and bring it to life. Uh, Today, the life involves a scratchy sore throat from me, because I've just come back from Baltimore Comic-Con with my son, and I have a cold, I think, from the air conditioning in the hotel room. So, we'll see how it goes. Please excuse my throat clearing. I will try and pause as best I can. All right, that's the big news for the podcast, uh, Baltimore Comic-Con. I'd spoken about this previously, so I had plans there. I had brought some books to get signed, and I was going to do an interview. So I brought I brought my books. I had a bunch of books for Walter Simonson, and then I had um, I had an Eric Powell and an Ed Pisker. So I looked. Uh, I we arrived on Friday. The show opened at one. We got there a little before one. I got a press pass, and then uh, I had pre-ordered my son's ticket. So we waited in line an hour to get my son's pre-order ticket, which was kind of a strange system. Since I could have just ordered it, I could have paid cash and bought a ticket at the ticket booth for in about five minutes. But uh, we got onto the show floor. Very exciting. Good show. Uh, Walter Simonson's line was full. Then it was capped. Then I came back. Then he was gone. Then it was capped again. And then that was Friday. Uh, Saturday, we didn't go to the show. We explored Baltimore. Uh, my son and I go on these comic uh, sort of Comic-Con road trips. But uh, we spend one day or less at the show and then spend the rest of the time sort of exploring the area and eating. So we did a lot of good eating in Baltimore and Washington, D.C., so that was exciting. So then Sunday morning, I was back at the show. Um, Walter Simonson's line was capped before the show opened. There were so many people there. And then when I left the show Sunday afternoon, he still wasn't at his table. So I completely missed the opportunity to get Walter Simon to sign any of my books. And then, unfortunately, Scott Dunbeer could not make... The interview we had scheduled for Sunday, so I also didn't get my interview there, but uh, on the positive, I talked to Ed Piscor, and he said he's a big fan of the site, which is obviously wonderful to hear, and I talked to him about his um, YouTube channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe, which I enjoy, and that's what I was saying to him, you know, you guys feature books, and I frequently say, oh, I've got that, got that, got that, and then we talked about where he got his books from, and uh, he signed my copy of the uh, Ed Piscor Fantagraphic Studio Edition. So that was exciting. Then I found Eric Powell, and he signed my goon, and he did a quick remark of the of the goon's face. So that was exciting. Talked to him about would he have uh, would he do any more arts editions? He said he'd like to. Uh, and I said, well, you've got your own publishing. For, you know, uh, would you do it yourself? He didn't seem to think he would do it himself. So always leaving the door open. I I really enjoyed the goon artist edition. I'd like to see. Uh, one of his pencils and inks as opposed to the painted pages that we saw from this one. So, pretty exciting. And then we drove home. And that's Baltimore. Uh, like I said, a lot of good eating. But not much on the AE front. All right. <clears throat> Let's, uh, you know, interesting. Uh, I also moved. And uh, I want to thank everybody I talked to who asked me how the move went. Uh, it, it went well. I've decided that... Uh, I've got these IKEA Finby bookshelves, so I had f- they're they're, uh, they're not very wide, but they're also quite a bit uh, less money than the Billies. 
So I have nine. I set up. Uh, I bought some new Finbies. I had Finbies. I set up nine Finbies, sort of in an L, in my home library office. And on the bottom of every Finbie, I was, I put my uh, my artist edition books. So I filled up the nine at the bottom, and uh, unfortunately, the the big fifteen by twenty two, so the twice ups don't fit on the shelf without some additional support. So I fit all my AEs there, but then. Uh, the 15 by 22s, the twice ups don't fit there, so I've got to see where I'm going to put them. I do like to store all my books in uh, their boxes, so but they are standing up, and I've got my little labels that I make, so we'll have to see how that goes. The new house didn't, uh, the bedrooms don't have closets, they have the space where the closet was, and the floors are hardwood floors are done. So instead of using the closet like I did before, I've actually got my desk in that space, which works really well. So then I've got, a, I think I've got a maybe maybe four more Finbies, and then I've got the room sort of bookcased, and I've got to work with that. I've got to attach them to the wall as well because uh, I'm concerned about weight. So that's the uh, that's the housekeeping of the move. So thanks everybody for asking. I was always uh, Chris M there. It was nice to talk to him. He's part of the Baltimore Comic Con and a fan of the site. So I'm sorry, yeah, Chris, yeah, we had a chance to chat there. That was great, and. Uh, we had some questions. I thought I'd dive into some questions. Somebody asked me, how do you store your... Oh, let's see. I, I do like to quote the name if I can. So, uh, Give me a second. They asked, how do you store your artist editions and how do you read them? So this was Amir M. So I said I store them, you know, vertical in the boxes. And then reading them, uh, I read them on my lap. I'm a big person. I'm six foot eight, So I cross my one leg and I'm able to read books on my lap. But as well, I read them on a on a table or a reading stand. So I have those. That's that was my recommendation. I mean, it's a big book. How do you write? How do you enjoy? You you've got this big book in your lap, and you can't really see the top of the book well. You can see the bottom well, especially on those twice ups, right? So on a table, leaning over it, that seems to be the best way to enjoy it. But that's just my take, right? And that's what I said to Amir. It's a, this is a very personal question as far as preference. So just you know, whatever works for you. And then I had a lot of sales this month, so I want to thank everybody uh, for supporting the site and supporting me via the store. I think there was a lot of hot activity because I reviewed uh, John Paul Leon's The Winterman Artist Edition, and I actually had uh, two extra copies. So I sat on them for a bit because I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to be that price gouger, but I also want to charge fair market value. I don't want to be giving them away either. And I think I've mentioned before, but when I sell extra copies, that goes towards paying for my own copy and getting new books. So uh, there was a, there was one on eBay finally, and so that's sort of what I priced mine at. And then as I was after I had listed, uh, another one came up on eBay that went for quite a bit more. So then suddenly there was a fury of activity of people trying to buy my two copies. So that worked out well, and then I sold a bunch of other stuff. So again, I want to thank everybody for supporting the site by using my store link and uh, purchasing what's available there. All right. I've got a tickle in my throat. I'm going to try and suppress that as we go through the podcast this month. And again, I'm a day late. I apologize. Uh, that's because I got back from Baltimore yesterday, uh, late Sunday night, early Monday morning, and then um, had a bunch of stuff to do and it just didn't work out. But let's talk about this month's poll. So again, brought to us by our Patreon patron, David Jacoy. Always thankful for that. And he says, and now for something completely different, your favorite format. This month, we ask our faithful readers to vote on their favorite format for original art presentation in book form. Think price, size, quality, and reading experience. 
So I, there were five possibilities. 7 by 11, you know, the uh, DC unwrapped. Uh, 9 by 12, um, Artisan Edition. 10 by 13, Flesk Studio Edition. Uh, 12 by 17, AE format size, you know. And then 15 by 22, twice up size. The votes came in, and I was surprised to actually, I was surprised to see the unwrapped format get one vote. Um, and then uh, Artisan Editions got four votes. Studio Editions got three votes. And then uh, the original, the AE format got 40 votes, and the Twice Ups got 57 votes. I did vote for the Twice Up. That is my favorite size because that's the material I think presents the best in the AE format is that Golden Age material. Just gorgeous. All right, that's the poll. Let's talk shipping changes. Now, I'm trying to add French books to this, so it's a bit tricky because I really don't have a good coverage of all the publishers. And then some publishers just have terrible websites. They can't even find what's going on with them. So, uh, No updates this month. We're on schedule for the four books that I know of. Judge Read by Mick McMahon, uh, Johanne Pilou, uh, La Guerre de Fontaine, Artiste Edition, Kevin Nolan's Marvel Heroes Artist Edition, and Will Eisner's The Best of the Spirit Artisan Edition. And then that, that, that questionable book, Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition. I've emailed the um, press person at Dark Horse several times, and I've gotten no response. So I'm going to try some more press people at Dark Horse and see if someone will get back to me about is Lone Wolf and Cub new printing actually happening. Because I don't know. But still, like I said, the the Diamond site is really bad with the way it's presenting that. So it's a bit of a mystery. Okay, let's talk out-of-print sales. Um, movement again, but nothing, you know. Let's let's talk the untoward, crazy, uh, you know, shake-your-head prices. Only one this month. New record was set this month. Yusagi Jimbo, the artist, and other stories gallery edition went for five ninety nine ninety nine. So that just continues to move up. If you ever see either Usagi Gallery Edition in a store at cover price, you should probably just buy it and put it on eBay. All right. Basil Wolverton's Weird Worlds. One copy sold for $93.50. That's a good deal. Batman The Dirt Knight Returns. Frank Miller Gallery Edition. Five copies sold for an average of $111.05. Bargains again. Wow. Bernie Wright's an Artifact Edition. Second print. Three copies. $196.66 average. Best of EC Artisan Edition. Volume 2. Three copies, averaging one eighty nine twenty two. One copy of Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Midnights for three ninety nine ninety nine. Interesting, Ed Pisker said that's the one he missed out on. That he regrets and does not want to pay aftermarket pricing. Uh, Dave Gibbons watched an artifact edition went for one sixty nine ninety nine. One copy. One copy of David Mazzucchelli's Daredevil Born Again two ninety nine ninety nine. Two copies of Don Rose's The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck Volume One one nineteen. Don Rose was at uh, Baltimore Comic Con. Doing great remarks in people's books. Uh, he had already remarked my copy, so I didn't have another one to do. Uh, also, uh, Mark Schultz doing amazing remarks in the Zinazok Tales book as well. I mean, whoosh. It's just astounding. Uh, he would already done mine at the previous Baltimore, too. All right. Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition. One copy sold, two fifty nine ninety nine. Four copies of Frank Miller's Sin City, the Hard Goodbye Curator's Collection, averaging 95 That seems to be some, right, something unearthed. Uh, I saw, we saw Stuart Ng selling them for about the same price too. So, Gene Colan's Tomb of Dracula Artist Edition, one copy, one forty-seven fifty. 
think that's the lowest we've seen that for a while. One copy of Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, $115. One copy of Jack Davis's EC Stories for $249.99. One copy of Jack Kirby's Forever People for $89. One copy of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artist Edition, $179.99. One copy of Jack Kirby's Marvel Heroes and Monsters, $143.75. Two copies of Jack Kirby's The Mighty Thor, averaging $150. Two copies of Jim Lee DC Legends, averaging $146.80. Three copies of Joe Kubert's Tarzan of the Apes, averaging ninety-three sixty-six. One copy of Joe Kubert's The Return of Tarzan for a hundred. One copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer for one fifty-seven fifty. One copy of John Byrne's Fantastic Four for two eighty-nine ninety-nine. One copy of John Byrne's Marvel Classics for one seventy-five. One copy of John Byrne's X-Men Artifact Edition five ten. That is not a record, believe it or not. Two copies of John Romita's Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, averaging one eighty-seven forty-nine. Four copies of Volume Two, averaging one thirty-two forty-nine. Two copies of Mad Artist Edition, averaging one ninety-two twenty. One copy of Marvel Covers, first print for one hundred three fifty. Two copies of Michael Golden's Micronauts, averaging two forty-eight fifty. One copy of Mike Mignola's Hellboy in Hell, first print two forty-nine ninety-nine. One copy of the second print two eighty-five. I-, I can't figure that out. One copy of P. Craig Russell's Murder Mysteries and Other Stories for $75. Two copies of Sergio Ergona's Grew the Wanderer, averaging $175. That's a bump for that book. I mean, it's quite old. Ten years. One copy, Star Wars Artifact Edition, $89.99. One copy, Stranko Nick Fury, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. First Print, $152.50. One copy of Yusagi Ujimbo, The Artist and Other Stories, $599.99. I mentioned that record earlier. Wally Wood's EC Stories, First Print, $318.75. One copy of Walter Simonson Manhunter and Other Stories, $179.99. One copy of Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor, $179.99. One copy of Will Eisner's The Contract with God Curious Collection, $171.47. Hmm. Should mention what I saw at the show as well, because I do walk around and look at all the artist editions or what's available for sale. Um, didn't see a lot this show. Uh, I saw a Stranko first print for $150. I saw Peanuts for 100 I saw Thrill Kill Portfolio for 60 It said it was signed by uh, Neil Adams, but uh, it wasn't the signed one. It was just the normal maroon cover, so I don't know if it was, he signed it after. I didn't want to look at it. I already have a copy, so I'm good with that. That was about it. Not a lot to the show. I mean, you always have to wonder who's what, what are people bringing to shows. Right, either it's sometimes it's a higher ticket item that they can't sell in their store, which I think the AE format books fall into, or you know, uh, my son, he, I don't know, he's he's reading West Coast Avengers and he likes the individual issues. So we go to a show, he picks up, you know, he got eleven issues this time, spending a whopping twenty six dollars. So he was thrilled with that, but it's all about what you want to go for, right? I was actually surprised they had West Coast Avengers issues because again they were like you know there's the two dollar, they're in two dollar bins so. All right. Uh, previously, I thanked everyone for you know using the store link and buying books from me. I really appreciate that. Two other ways to support the site: uh, using any of the links I have, uh, the eBay link, the uh, Things from Another World link. Those all, the Amazon link, they all generate revenue for me on the site. And the other way is to be a Patreon patron, and that's a dollar or more, whatever you feel like. You support the site. I buy books. I review them. You get to read about them. That's 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 the cycle, really. <laughs> that's the cycle of the A index. All right, one review this month. I apologize. I had Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man Artist Edition. <clears throat> I have it here. I have not taken pictures of. I had written my review, and just with Baltimore and the move, it just did not work out. Expect to see that review very soon. Uh, 
All right. <clears throat> Let's talk about the one review I did do. John Paul Leon's The Winter Men Artist Edition. Here's the blurb. The Winter Men is the project John Paul Leon was most proud of. Its artwork has never been sold or left his Miami studio except to be scanned for this book. Now, as a tribute to the renowned artist, JP's closest friends have united to publish an artist edition of this modern comics masterpiece with all proceeds going to JP's wife and daughter. Please pledge your support and join JP studio mates and project organizers Tommy Lee Edwards and Bernard Chang, book editor and project initiator Scott Dunbeer, and artists Bill Sienkiewicz, Lee Weeks, Duncan Fagredo, Sean Phillips, King Jung-Yi, Peach Moko, Walter Simonson, and Joe Quesada, who are all contributing brand new pinups in celebration of an astonishing and inspiring body of work. John Paul Leon's The Winter Men Artist Edition features 200 pages of full-size 12 by 17 scans of all the original comic pages, along with never-before-seen concepts, layout sketches, unused art, and pinups. That was the Zoop promo, and it's actually 192 pages, so that's interesting. Um, so it is the collection of the five Winterman issues and then the Winterman special, which along the top of the boards, I think uh, John Paul Leon frequently put it down as issue six, special issue. So interestingly, issues one, two, and six are lettered. So you can read along in the book. Issues three to five are not lettered. And this is one of those times when I wish... They had added the lettering for the other three issues digitally, like they did with Michael Cho's Savage Wolverine. Not Michael Cho, I'm sorry, Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine. I wish they had added the lettering digitally, because um, these there's one trade of this book, The Winterman, and it's crazy money on eBay. Or you can try and find the individual issues, which are also expensive. So I, I've tried to track these down. I have them digitally uh, from a not-so-refutable reputable source because I wanted to be able to read these right and then I just could not find them and then I wasn't going to pay you know a hundred and something dollars for the trade so all right pages scanned beautifully art presents astoundingly John Paul Leon I mean the guy is just a master of negative space and black and white I mean he's just gorgeous I I had a few art commissions from him years ago and they're just they were amazing and looking at this stuff like you're just you're just captured by the, the way he uses uh, the page. Like I said, the blacks are gorgeous, and then where he uses nothing or outlines or, you know, like I said, negative space created by the black, it's just, the pages are just gorgeous. And a really nice collection of artwork. Great book. Uh, it's, uh, it's the, it, it mentions in the, uh, in the colophon that the name Artist Edition uh, is used with permission. From and copyright uh, IDW Publishing. I'm not sure uh, how that is. How you can copyright the name because I mean, is I mean it's almost it is. I mean it's a sort of a format at this point. Um, Titan uses the name. Other publishers use the name. I'm not sure it's trademarked, or you can trademark. Like, is Omnibus trademarked? I mean, I don't think so. So, it's a book format. I'll have to think about that. Anybody who's a lawyer listens to the podcast uh let me know about that all right then we get into the tribute art which is kind of interesting oh first off uh there's unpublished so we got the six issues then we got unpublished covers we got some pencils really nice stuff character sketches designs uh layouts uh like a, as a as a four um, page layouts really nice just to see his process and then we've got these special pieces of artwork done for the book and oddly uh there's two there's two landscapes, and one is turned sideways, and one is two pages. So I thought, well, what, 
what makes the one, why aren't they both two pages? So maybe that was a decision to had to be made because, uh, you know, they the, they were at the end of the signature. So do they add a new sig- another signature to the book to go to those pages, or you know, how do they work it? So that's what they did. They turned it sideways. It's all done. Scott Dunbeer uh, and uh, Randall Dalk did the design, and it, it's it, every part about it looks like an IDW artist edition, except it's produced. Uh, via printed via Zoop for uh, the John Paul Leon's family. So gorgeous book. Um, there's no plans, as far as I know, of any reprints. So if you want a copy of this and you didn't pre-order it, I think you got to try and eBay it. So I got a link now. Let me click on my eBay link in the review and let's see what's available. There's one available right now in the U.S. $346.99. Well, that's insane. Let's go to sold. Let's go to sold listings. All right, one sold for one fifty last week. That's great. One sold for three eighty six two weeks ago. One sold for two fifty three weeks ago. So that's the the range is there. So it's interesting to see. Um, what was the deal there? I wonder if this one that went for one fifty. I don't think it was an auction. I think it was just to buy it now. So that's. Oof. All right, so there you go. So possibilities are there. You can still maybe get it online for cover. Just don't hold your breath on that one. All right, I apologize for the shorter podcast this month, but my throat is killing me. And uh, I really should have done more reviews. I look for more polls like the one we did in the coming months. Um, This is the 10th anniversary of the IDW Artist Edition portfolio. I still have to finish my article on that and get that up this year. And... I've got lots of books to review. I just need to get at them. Also, I saw some bargains. Uh, I picked up three more Artisan Editions. Um, Go Kane, Spider-Man, uh, Simonson Thor, and uh, another one. which I'm Oh, the Basema Silver Surfer. They were really cheap. So I, I bought them, put them on my shelf. I'll go through those. And I'll, maybe I'll do another. I'll do a flip through with the books and then just see a comparison again. See if I need to update anything about my Artisan Edition. But as far as I can tell, they are just smaller versions of the full-size book so all right thank you for joining me on this journey of uh, audio wonder i am possibly and uh, we will speak again next month take care let her go let her go god bless her wherever she may be she can search this wide world over she'll never find a sweet man like me